And welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Still to come, Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback and SI.com at 835. But right now, a shot or no shot. And it's brought to you by. That'd be ESPN Bet. New users get $100 in free bets right now. Download the bet. ESPN Bet app. One other note bet. Gordon Whitmire, our friend. Yes. My dear friend is. Listening from Arizona. Love Gordon. He said, uh, hey, heard you're excited. Michael Bush at first, PCL Player of the Year. Just letting you know, Brian LaHare was the PCL Player of the Year, too. <laughs> wow. Is Gordon Whitmire going to preside over the best team in the National League Central this year? No, he doesn't work for the Cubs. I said He's Cincinnati. That's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah, no. Cincinnati? No. <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's what Jesse Rogers told us. No. Didn't it, realize he moved to St. Louis. Oh, you don't like that dirty Cardinal fan does not like the dirty Cardinals. No, no, that's the team like... I dislike the most in sports. <laughs> we turn now to Shay Norling with shot or no shot. Shay, uh, good morning, boys. Let's get right into it. We got a lot to get to. Good Some NFL news as the franchise tag window opens today, and the Bears may utilize it for the first time since 2021 when they tagged Allen Robinson. Jalen Johnson is probably the most clear franchise tag candidate maybe in the entire league with a team that just has the cap space to use and the player clearly to use it on. Jalen Johnson was an all-pro last year, had the lowest passer rating against on his targets. He was fantastic in coverage. Uh, shot or no shot, the tag, sorry, the cornerback position, $18 million. Shot or no shot, regardless if the Bears tag Jalen Johnson, they need to sign him long-term. That's a shot. That's an absolute shot. The That's a, shot. a stud. Yeah. He's good in the room where he's a leader of a young defensive backfield. Like, I need a leader back there. Each position group needs somebody that leads. And that guy... Checks all the boxes. I know that it's the United States of America, and I know that we can't agree on anything. We can't even put a poll question up where 100% of the people can agree on something. Would you like free money come to 190 North State, and you would not get 100%? <laughs> but, but no, I, I don't feel like coming down there. But I think, Cap, we could be at a consensus, right? Can we all agree that on all the things we argue about, about the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. and that we wring our hands about with the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. the one area we never talk about as far as what are you going to do is that the, in the secondary of the Bears because of the youth and, the, and also the veteran nature of that secondary. Can, like, we, all, can we all agree, you know, tag them, sign them, whatever, that the secondary is one of the major strengths of the team? No question. And after the 2022 draft... How many people were firing on Ryan Poles? Why would you take Brisker and Gordon? You needed a receiver. You needed an alignment. And he said, because they were the highest rated guys on my board. Period. Now we look back. Wow. Those were really good picks. Oh, man. Where would they be without those two guys? They'd have a lot more holes. So, yeah. Brisker, Jordan. Uh, Brisker, Johnson, uh, Tyreek Ky- Stevenson. Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon. 
Yep, and Terrell Smith. And Terrell Smith. Pretty good, kid. Pretty good, kid. Mm-hmm. That's it. That'll work. All right, Che. All right. Some social media sleuths uncovered something last night. Justin Fields on Instagram has unfollowed the Chicago Bears. And another new development, he has also followed Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan Robinson. (laughs) Shot or no shot, Justin Fields is getting traded to Atlanta. Well, first of all, let me ask you a question. Do we know for sure that he did follow the Bears? Because he still has the Bears in his profile, right? And he still follows them on Twitter. I'm just going with what was going around social media last night. I'm not somebody who's sitting at my computer chair just every day looking if Justin Fields still follows the Chicago Bears on Instagram. Frankly, I don't care. But apparently there are social media sleuths out there who discovered he unfollowed the Bears and has followed the three major weapons for the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I try to figure, I try to do my job. I try to go work out every day. Okay. I try to go to the grocery store. I try to put a nice meal together for my wife and I. Make sure the dogs get out. And I don't have time to sit on my ass going through, uh-oh, Jonathan Hood isn't following Tom Waddle. Oh, I wonder if there's beef there going on at the station. Dang. Oh, this guy isn't following that guy, and Abdallah doesn't follow this one. Dang. Enough! Can we stop with this insanity? I will put on my Inspector Clouseau hat, the big magnifying glass, and I will try to inspect to see whether or not Justin Fields is following the Chicago Bears or the Atlanta Falcons. What do you think? We are going to search and find and see if Justin Fields is no longer part of the Bears. I'm going to sit on my ass with popcorn and a big soda. And now the other thing is, he's got he's a big aficionado of French bulldogs. As is Tom Thayer, they're cool dogs. Wouldn't want one, but they're cool looking dogs. The dog Uno, Justin's dog, has its own Instagram account. Stupid as that is, I don't understand it. I'm a dog guy. I have dogs. Why would I get my dogs their own Instagram account? But now Uno, the dog is not following the Bears. Damn! Who gives a flying F? (laughs) First of all, if you have an Instagram account for your dog, that's stupid. Oh, (laughs) I agree. (laughs) That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hey, Mindy, did you put Stanley's picture up on Stanley Kaplan on Instagram? No! There he is, Peter Sellers. Damn. Inspector Clouseau. I'd like to interview, please. Um, I just think people who have an Instagram account for their animal are dumb. All right, shout out to Chris Black. <laughs> and oh here's God. Shay Norley. He's Shay? Called, all right, hold on, because I don't even know if the question got answered. Shot or no shot, Justin Fields is getting traded to the Falcons. Shot. They're one of the teams. I guess there's one of the teams, so yeah, shot. I mean, he just picked up those three followers just out of nowhere, huh? Hmm. Maybe he's been following them for a long time. I have no idea. He's from Georgia. I have no idea. That seems like you could connect the dots, though. Me and Peter Sellers figured this out in his bucket hat. And if Black and his lovely wife Autumn want to have a an Instagram, do you, kid? God bless him. Oh, it's just not go. for me. All right.
You hey. said he's stupid. You just said he's stupid. So I you say, called Black I, stupid. No, I did not. And Justin Fields. I said, you Ooh. said if you have a dog Instagram account, you're stupid. No, I said you're dumb. Jay Moore, shot or no and, shot, and he called say, Black stupid. No, I did yeah, not you say. Did. You kind of called him stupid. I did not. <laughs> you're <laughs> stupid, Chris. Take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I said. Well, there's 635. I, is already taken care of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said. I think it's dumb to have an Instagram account for your animal. Okay. But doesn't he I have one? I did not right? say Chris Black. But doesn't he have one, right? He does. So that means he's stupid. <laughs> You're a dumbass. <laughs> I know you love your dog, but for him to have an Instagram account, take that. You're a dumbass. I just think it's dumb. One dude from the. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, all good. Do what you want to do. Idiot. Yeah. Oh! It's unbelievable. I wouldn't do it, but you're an idiot for doing it. I'm just telling you, Chris, you're a dumbass. I'm just telling you, kid, but if you want to do it, God bless you. I mean, not to... It's too late. Horses out of the barn. You call him stupid, and that's unfortunate. I wouldn't have done that. I just said I think it's a dumb thing to have an Instagram account for your animal. I mean, what's next? I got a son and my daughter-in-law. They have two freaking turtles that walk around their house. Tommy, and I don't know the name of the other turtle. Should we get Tommy the turtle on Instagram? Nobody cares. But I actually think if you have a turtle, it's worth it. It's cooler. Just walking around the house. They do. Like if I had a pet alligator, I would understand getting that an Instagram account. What about a fish? Swamp people. <laughs> I mean, my God. Shoot him, Elizabeth. Shoot him. Shoot him, Elizabeth. Shoot that guy. Shoot him. Shoot him. I just don't get it. Justin Fields' dog, Uno, isn't following the Bears. Shut up. So, Dumbasses. On a, a follow-up on this will take place at 630 with Black and Abdallah right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. For more, here's Shay Norling. Shay? Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, the whole 90 minutes is just going to be you. They're going to pull out all the band audio. It's just going to be its going to be a thing. Oh, no. Bring it kid. Oh, no. I mean, you didn't have to go that far. But again, I mean, again, shoot, aim. That's just who I am. Shoot man. and then aim. Okay. It, it's going to be so. It's going to be a bloodletting. Tune in at 630, everybody. Holy cow. Gus the Doodle getting strays for no reason. <laughs> I didn't put it on Gus. Gus is hey. a cool dog. Again, and now again, moonwalking, Michael Jackson. No, Gus is a cool dog. <laughs> Gus does not need a social media account. You call Black dumb. You, you called him dumb. And, and listen, I said like the I, concept I know, is dumb. Like I know Chris. Chris is not going to be the problem. Autumn will be the problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she'll come guns a blazing. <laughs> you don't mess with her dog now. She's on the hotline. Oh, my God. Here's Shay Norling. Shay. Uh, <laughs> all wow. right. A little more, little more football. You're there, a dumbass. There, <laughs> that. Gus. There is more uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift news uh, despite the season ending. This one made my eyes pop. Travis Kelsey reportedly spent $16,000 on Valentine's Day gifts for Taylor Swift, including multiple arrangements of 250 roses, a sculpture made out of rose petals, and multiple luxury brand items. Sixteen grand wow. on Valentine's Day. Shot or no shot? 
he did too much. And what I mean by that is he set himself up for failure because now that's the expectation every year. No, he didn't do too much. He makes insane money. Is she hot? He got $20 million just for doing the COVID uh, <laughs> shop thing, the ad. The guy's making insane money. God bless him. If he had that kind, has that kind of money, he wants to spend sixteen grand. good for him. Honestly, for Taylor Swift, that's not enough. Right. She's a billionaire. I guess you got to spend sixteen grand. you are dating somebody worth $1.5 billion. Well, there's a CBT for, for him as well, Kelsey. What's it? It's got a certain level that he can only spend. I'm at the competitive, competitive balance tax. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think about that, too, now. He's got a salary cap on his gifts for the year. I mean, seriously. So, I mean, his brother gets nothing, but she gets all of it. Like her and his mom, I think. That's it. Ever Valentine's Day. I mean, think about it, Cap. I mean, they must really be into it. Deep into it. Knee deep into it. Good for him. Those Good two. for her. Just, I just want it to last. That's why we see these shows on Netflix, these dating shows. I just want, I mean, if I'm going to invest time, I like want it to last. I don't want this to, in September, by the way, they've broken up, and now she's writing a, a whole album about Travis Kelsey and his lower extremities. Correct. I don't want that. Just, if you're going to be a celebrity couple, stay together, for God's sake. That'd be cool. Love. Like, like 25 years, still together. Yeah, wow. That'd be nice. That'd be right? super cool. But this whole thing of just like, eh, you know, they broke up in the fall because does, she got tired of him. Does Gus the dog follow her on Instagram? See? Again. Like, how, who? let me ask you a question. You're a dumbass! Who picks the followers for Gus? Is that Chris and Autumn, or does the dog just... Point with his paw and bark. Arr! I want oh, that one. Oh, we have controversy. Gus the dog follows Jay Hood on Instagram. Does not follow the Catman. It's okay. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Gus the dog not following the Catman. He's got beef with me. Okay. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a fr- I still love you, Gus. I'm a dog guy. I'm a friend of the family. Gus's family. So I guess God that's bless. Why. Yeah. Gus is adorable. Someone on Twitter said the dog just unfollowed you, Cap. <laughs> <laughs> Put a big paw up there. <laughs> I'm okay with that, Gus. You do you, baby. Why are you talking to the dog? What are you doing? Because he's a listener. Why are you calling him baby? It, he's that's with Chris strange. right now. Okay. You and he's what? listening. Let's get out of here. Coming Gus, up next. Gus, we're cool, <laughs> man. All right. Stop talking. This is the problem with the dog Instagram. Is the people who post the dog with a first person caption. Mom and dad took me to the park and gave me a treat today. Like, please go away. It's the strangest thing ever. I just, this is why God gave me thumbs. I could just flip past it. It's okay. But now Cap's talking to the dog. I think that's almost worse. <laughs> Gussie boy, it's all right. You don't have to follow me, baby. Okay, <laughs> calling the dog baby. It's all right, baby. That's it. What? I got I your back, Gus. The dog has an iPad. Does, oh, is that it? Okay, the yeah. dog has an iPad. Yeah, so he can swipe. And- yeah, I was out getting my walk in yesterday, and I saw some idiot with boots on his dog. Four boots. I'm like, it's 50 degrees, you jackass. Damn. Dog looks like an idiot with a coat. Stop. <laughs> you are fucking spraying all fields. Well, there are some dog people in the world that give us other dog people a bad name because they just look stupid. 
They do. Was it a nice trench coat or what kind of coat was it? It was actually like a little, um, it had little straps underneath. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and they had these little red boots on. And I'm like, I wanted to say to the guy, dude, really? Your dog looks like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's, if it's 31 below windshield and there's salt and everything and the little pads on the bottom of the feet, okay, you want to protect, got it. But guess what? Yesterday, I'm out walking in shorts. I mean, come on. Your dog looks like a clown. Here? Oh, really? Sick him. Sick him, Fido. Right, right. Sick him. I just wanted to go walk up and say, hey, your dog looks stupid. Oh, my dog looks stupid. Sick him. Sick him, Spike. Oh, God! <laughs> ah! Ah! Get him off my trousers! Oh, God! Ah! <laughs> wow. Now the dog bites you. Now does the dog look stupid? He's he get, You're bitten, being bitten by a dog with boots on. Now how stupid does he look? Why do you do this? Why do you step in? I'm just it? honest. Okay. Now you'll get that honesty coming up on Black and Abdallah. You'll be. You'll hear that honesty. Tune in, everybody. Six thirty. Tune in. Love you, Gus. That's too late now. You can't do that. You can't go with the "I love you, Gus" when already he's stupid. I'm for giving Instagram. Gus a little dose of honesty. I don't think he can understand you. He's going to go up to Chris and Autumn and go. Okay. We get rid of the Instagram. It's kind of stupid. Okay. We will go around the NFL. And don't forget Albert Breer at 835. All part of the mix. Captain J-Hood on ESPN 1000. Also on our YouTube channel. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and J-Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean... What's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Time to go around the National Football League on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. With you till 10 o'clock, then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko, 12 to 3. It'll be Waddle and Peggy. And for Sylvie, from 3 to 6.30, right into Black and Abdallah. Must listen, coming up at 6.30. Around the NFL, here's Shay Dorling. Shay? All right, I have a list here as the franchise tag window opens today of players who are likely to not get tagged. And I want to know from the two of you, if they do make it to free agency, would you be interested in the Chicago Bears signing these players for what would, I assume, be big money? Yellow pad sheet or no? Just Or just listen? If you want. We'll start with uh, the Chiefs defensive tackle, who is apparently not likely to receive the franchise tag because it's cheaper for them to tag Legereus Sneed and try to re-sign Chris Jones on a long-term deal. So no franchise tag for defensive tackle, eventual Hall of Famer Chris Jones. If he hits free agency and you're the Bears, are you going to spend the money required? I'm interested. We I think we went through this last week, Cap. Is he 30 What's his he age? will be 30, yeah. Will yeah. be 30. He's 29 right now. I like him a lot. I do too. He's a monster. I like him a lot. How much do I have to pay him? It's going to be a lot of money. The tag for his position, I think with I read like 31 and a half million if they wanted to tag him, they're not going to do that. The cap is too difficult. Maybe you get him for It's going to be 4 years over 100 million. 
And I already got sweat. Okay. I think it's worth it to me. Man. It's worth okay, it to me. If I give you Dan- Danielle Hunter for a little less money or Chris Jones, who are you taking? I like Chris Jones a lot, too. Actually, I thought that Shea was going to start with Chris Jones. That's what I thought he was going to start with. I like Chris Jones a lot. I think I'd go Chris Jones. Now, this does factor on Kansas City allowing him to leave in free agency or test the market, which they may not let him do. They may just get him on a long-term deal before free agency even starts. Now, Jeff Darlington just said on the get-up he would rather have Mike Evans with Mahomes in the offense than Chris Jones on the defense. Wow. Hmm. Yep. About that, I was going to include Mike Evans in this list, but from what I've been reading lately, Mike Evans is likely to get tagged in Tampa. I would do that too if I'm Tampa. And as far as the Bears, no, he is not getting tagged in Tampa, right? He's Mike Evans. I've, yeah. I've been reading that they're likely to use the tag on him, and they'll lo- get long-term deals done for Baker Mayfield and Anton- Antoine Winfield. Oh, I had heard he wasn't going to get tagged. So okay. there's a lot of different reports out there, but I, I mean. So it, that is something I would look at. I, I like Chris Jones as well. I don't know if that was able to be worked out. I'd love him on the Bears as well, Shay. What's, what's the next name? I heard this this morning, actually. Chris Canty was talking about it. Got my uh, juices flowing a little bit. Cap, I know it'll sound good to you. T. Higgins. Going to be too expensive in all likelihood for the Bengals to tag him. It would reduce their cap availability, the flexibility to something like $26 million. They're already so committed at wide receiver. They're going to want to go a different route than the franchise tag for T. Higgins. And cap, you have to recruit him through his mother. Done. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. So ultimately the question is, is it a Dunze? Is it a young wide receiver on the other side of DJ Moore or an established veteran like T. Higgins? Well, you're not going to be able to get T. Higgins or Mike Evans. And by the way, uh, we'll ask Albert about this, but SI.com says that Tampa Bay will not tag him because his projected franchise tag would be $28.4 million. But they do want to keep him on a longer deal. So, so we'll see. Evans is out as far as the Bears conversation for me. But as far as T. Higgins, like, what do you prefer in that spot? A rookie that you can get at nine, or a veteran like I'd a team. I'd rather Higgins. get the rookie at nine, mm-hmm. like Malik Neighbors. The savings? Yes. And then spend it on Chris Jones or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You can't do both. You cannot sign Jalen Johnson and T. Higgins or Mike Evans and Chris Jones or D- uh, Danielle Hunter. Mm-hmm. No, you won't have enough money. You could. No shot. Theoretically, no, you couldn't because you still got to add a center. Yeah, but you get you that all, add a safety. You could get that all through draft reserve. See, it's the, I'm not saying it's the best process, but theoretically, you get a base restructure done with uh, Edmonds. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I no, don't. No, no, not they. You, I wouldn't either. I'm not paying all that money in free agency to three veteran guys. 29 turning 30, 30 turning 31. No, I'm not doing that. How close are you to winning since you have them in the playoffs next year? Oh, I that, think that would help, wouldn't it? I think you have a chance to have a really special season. I'm not telling you you're winning the Super Bowl, but I think you're going to take a step. Absolutely. But am I signing Chris Jones for $28 million a year, whatever it is, and Mike Evans for $21 million a year? And who was the third one we talked about? Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing that. 
So crazy. All right, Shay. I'm going to put two players together here. Same position. Two guys not likely to get tagged. Josh Jacobs in Vegas. Uh, their new general manager, Tom Telesco. Same guy that wouldn't get Eckler done long term. Let uh, Melvin Ingram leave. Melvin Gordon, excuse me, leave. I don't see him tagging Josh Jacobs. And Saquon Barkley, everything we are hearing out of New York, not going to happen. Not getting a tag. Not going to be interested in a long-term deal. It sounds like he's hitting the market. Oh, Saquon him, or here. Josh Jacobs would you bring to Chicago? Josh, I would take Saquon over Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs closes the loop on the Khalil Mack deal. He does. <laughs> I mean, that comes that comes full circle, as you remember, Shay. Like the, so, Josh Jacobs. And, and still, by the way, still trying to figure out, did the Bears win that deal or the Raiders win that deal? I can't, can't tell. Uh, Mack Both was, lost, maybe? Yeah, I think that's... Like when you hold him up in the ring, the two opponents, nobody's hand is raised in that situation because Mac wasn't healthy enough, and Josh Jacobs was part of that deal as well. Um, Saquon Barkley as a bear, Cap, that's way too much money for me. I'm sure he's gonna be he's gonna be looking for the sky. Uh, they do want a speed merchant back. They're looking for like a real dynamic back. Like a Jameer Gibbs style back. They're not going to draft one at nine, obviously. Boy, say, how, how many years do I have to give Saquon? What would you, five? What did Monty get in Detroit? You're going to get the same deal. Three? Probably a little bit more because Saquon's better no, than Ma- David Montgomery. Monty only got like six million a year for three years, I think. Yeah, but look at running backs. And, and the three running backs that really were the loudest voices... Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley about running backs not being paid big money anymore all kind of had disappointing seasons. How about four for 60? For for Saquon Barkley? Yeah, 15 a year. No. Too much? Yes. For a running back, I'm not too much. I wouldn't give him more than like eight. I don't even know if I'd give him that. Like, I, But my process is if I'm drafting a running back, I'm doing it for... The four years or five years I get him, depending on the round, and then moving on. I'm not paying him a second contract. If I'm doing that with my own guys, I'm certainly not giving somebody else's running back a second contract. That is correct. And so, don't you like the running back room, Cap? Like, Roshan Johnson, waiting for him to come into his own, I think he's going to be a really solid back for the Bears. He and Herbert, don't you like the running back room or not? No, it's not good enough. Absolutely not good enough. Let's see what Roshan Johnson can do. He's not a speed guy. He's more of a power guy. I need a shifty, really good, dynamic running and receive. Jameer Gibbs style. That guy's a beast, man. I know a lot of people felt he went too high. Mm -hmm. That guy's a monster in the Detroit offense. The monster. We laughed at the time. You remember this, Shay? Two running backs. And just like, why do the... Why the Lions have Montgomery and Gibbs? And it worked out beautifully. And it was a good thunder and lightning combination. And we saw the video that when they had, mm-hmm. what's your GM, Brad Holmes? Yep. Oh, my God. He's sitting there, and you can tell he's nervous. And they said with the 11th pick, Tennessee selects Peter Skaronsky. And he went nuts, hugging everybody, handed the card. Here we go. Jameer Gibbs. Albert Breer with the latest on the Bears in the NFL from Monday Morning Quarterback is coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. Here's today's headline with Cap and Jay Hood. The 8 a.m. 
hour of the Cap and Jay Hood Show is brought to you by the wonderful people at the Village of Bolingbrook. Elevate your business at bbolingbrook.com. Cubs have found their left-handed bat, baby, albeit on a minor league deal. Yesterday, they signed free agent first baseman Dominic Smith to a minor league contract that could max out at $3.5 million with incentives. 254, 12 bombs last year with the Nationals. Cubs also signed 36-year-old free agent outfielder David Peralta. He also gets a minor league deal. Both are non-roster invitees. Our guy Albert Breer reported yesterday in his Monday morning quarterback that the Bears were approached about Justin Fields at the Senior Bowl. While they haven't shopped him, they're expected to have a plan in place at quarterback by the Combine and Indy next week. And Connor Bedard, three points in his second game back from injury last night. God, they should have not drafted that kid. They should have traded him for a haul of picks. Scoring or assisting on all three Blackhawks goals in a 6-3 loss to the Hurricanes. Take that, Jay Moore. Cap and Jay Hood on back. Appreciate you guys. I listened to you streaming on the ESPN 1000 app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10 on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. So glad that you're with us here on this Tuesday morning. We'll hear from Albert Breer coming up on Friday. He is on the slopes right now. Bad Wi-Fi. Yeah, so he we'll hear from him on Friday. Go ahead. He just said, tell Hoodie, Friday I'll be driving back. And he sent a picture for you to see of... Look at that. Uh-huh. Wow. Are you a skier? Have you skied? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Are you serious? Why not? Why not what? Because you're a big guy? Do you, do you, are you not watching? I know you don't listen to half of what I said. Are you actually watching me? Are you looking at me? Yeah. Okay. Me you're on, an athletic dude. Me on skis. Yes. Yeah, maybe when you were a kid. Did you not ski as a kid? Ever. Cap- like on a little toboggan hill, tell, tell me, bunny hill. Yeah, tell me about those those slopes you know, on the south side. Tell me where I would go. But tell me about that. Uh, you know where the family of four can go be able to ski on the south side. Is there a place on cottage that I missed over the years? You couldn't have driven like to Alpine Valley in Wisconsin. You couldn't have gone to in Michigan. Gone south, right off of ninety four. There's a lot of places to go. Bunny hills for little kids. I got on skis a couple times. I did not enjoy it. That's not, it's not my deal. I'm a kid from the south side. We don't ski. Yeah, my parents didn't <laughs> ski. I don't think my brother has ever skied. You see that man over there? See that man over your shoulder, Jay Moore? Yeah. West side. Well, they, they the closest don't... we get to skiing is uh, <sighs> sled. <laughs> yes. Sled. Toboggan. We'll take a take a nice sled up a hill and just slide down. Yeah, we slide went down up. Mount Trashmore in Evanston. Yes, that's where we would do our tobogganing and our sledding. Hey, hey we didn't have the equipment for that either. It was I just didn't a, either. I, I rented just, it. Well, no, 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 we didn't. We didn't buy it. We got a cardboard, cardboard box. box. Yeah, we yes. tear up the cardboard. Yeah, you get a cardboard box and you slide down a hill like Devil's Peak on Stony Island. That's we, about it. We yeah, it's like Mount Trashmore. Same thing. Yeah, we had. What was the name of the, like, plastic sled? Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was red. It had two ropes on the sides. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a circle. Yeah. yeah. It was like Radio Flyer was the wagon you pulled. Yep. I saw that. I remember I can't that. remember the name of the sled. But, yeah. But no. That was it. Or the little round disc you'd sit on yes. and go down. <laughs> right. You'd buy it at, like, the uh, 
hardware store. Yeah. We were in such peril financially. We couldn't even get a hubcap to sit in to slide down. Those would have worked very well. <laughs> yeah. Like those half moon hubcaps. Yes. Yeah. Maybe an old Chrysler hubcap that would have been in the ground. We couldn't even get that cap. That would have been amazing. <laughs> like that's, uh, that's the way it works. Uh, Danny texted us and said that Mike Tannenbaum says Chris Jones will get tagged. But SI.com, when we talk to Albert, we'll ask him about it. SI.com says that Chris Jones, his tag number expected to be 32.16 million, which they cannot do. But he says he wants to stay in Kansas City, so perhaps they can get a long-term deal done. As far as the Bears are concerned, go ahead, uh, Shay. I just we had a caller uh, bring something to my attention for uh, you, hoodie. He told me to Google the National Brotherhood of Snow Sports, the National Brotherhood of Skiers. Yeah, I think he wanted you to get involved. Is there cocaine involved? I'll be all in. The, well, not from what I can tell. I, listen, I, as a skier, I was going to add to the conversation that in my experiences, the slopes are a little white. And I'm not talking about the snow. Oh. So, oh. I was going to bring that up. This guy then calls in and brings the National Brotherhood of Skiers to my attention, which is brotherhood in the way Stephen A. uses it. Okay. All right. Well... Let me just tell you, when it comes to ski trips, and usually, you know, before I got on this show, the ski trips that we would have was with a lot of family, a lot of friends, and their kids, and we would go to Michigan and rent a home and have our quote-unquote ski trip. Now, there would never be skis involved. It would just be a lot of drinking. A lot of, near the slope. <laughs> yeah, yes. And by the fire. And mm-hmm. also, near this, and then a little bowling. So that would be around Dr. King's holiday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just a bunch of adults drinking. That would be our ski trip. And, wow. and, and, of course, the email that would come around is annual ski trip. Yeah, I remember you going on yes. this with yeah. Wiley. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember this. So, I mean, that would be our quote-unquote ski trip. Yeah, I knew there was a ski reference with you in my relationship. Yes. I but, remember this. But not, not Big Hood coming, going down the, the, the slopes and breaking a leg. Not going to do that. It's the liquor. <laughs> skiing down your belly. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only skiing that I would be doing. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's funny that Shay brought this up, Cap, because I did not know this until uh, he brought it up this morning about the franchise tag with the Bears. I hadn't remembered that Allen Robinson was tagged by the Bears in 21, the last time that they utilized that tag. So what does that say about the Bears that we're trying to search, and we went through the roster before the show this morning, like, okay, who could be tagged? There's just names that we talked about in our Around the, the NFL segment. But we looked at the roster and said, yeah, there's ain't no one I would really tag outside of, of uh, Jalen Johnson. What does it say about the roster? There's no, no one really taggable yet. Well, they've got younger players, though, that could become taggable, mm-hmm. for sure. Like if I told you that Caleb Williams was going to be a free agent. He'd be taggable. Yep. You would hope. Yep. You're going to take him number one, which I think they are. Mm-hmm. And I know the Justin Fields cult is just cringing every time they hear me say that. But I'm only speaking the truth, what I believe is going to happen. That's it. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> Tevin Jenkins is not a taggable guy. But at some point, you could see that, right? Tevin Jenkins? A healthy He'd Tevin have to Jenkins? prove to me he could stay on the field. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the problem with the tag, too, is you have to be good to deserve really it because it's expensive. DJ Moore could be taggable. It's basically you get the option to keep a player at the highest market salary at their position for a year. You have to be good to be worth it. And so, a lot, like, around the league, most teams aren't going to use it. I think only six teams used the franchise tag last year. You know, it's funny. I can bookend this conversation with our conversation about the Cubs in the 7 o'clock hour uh, as far as splash players and difference-making players. You know, we talked about the Cubs earlier, Cap, talking about how, hey, they, they are bereft of stars. Mm-hmm. And, like, guys, it's like, boy, you don't want to see that guy come to the plate. Suzuki, to me, is the closest thing to that. To me. Because I think he's... I predict he's going to have a breakout season and may carry the ball club. I do. I like Seiya Suzuki that much. He's a really good player. But then on the, on the Bears side of things, I mean, we like DJ more like the next NFL uh, fan. But then you look at this roster in the same way. Like, it's cool that Montez Sweat is on this team. We like the linebackers. We talked about the strength of the football team as a secondary. But I wonder the parallel between the Cubs and the, and the Bears in that regard. Splash players, difference-making players, because that's going to help you get over the hump. Like, like you saying that the Bears, you feel like the Bears can get to the playoffs this upcoming I do, season. I believe they'll be a playoff team. But you can't do it without, number one, quarterback play that you know that's steady, that can keep you in ball games. And the other side of it is, I think they have good defensive players, but I want to see even more from last year. There was signs under Eberflus that the defense was getting to the quarterback. That's all I ever want, by the way. Get to the quarterback, hurry him. I want to see even more of that next year. I wonder the parallel from the Cubs and Bears as far as the lack of splash players so far. Yeah, did they believe they have splash players coming? I don't know that. They got seven guys in the top hundred. Mm-hmm. But I don't see anybody today where they go, that guy's going to be you know, the next star, superstar. Right. I don't see that. So the best player on the Bears, you would say, is... The best player on the Bears is Jalen Johnson. Second. DJ Moore. Third. Where's Sweat on there? Sweat would be right there. Mm -hmm. Three. (laughs) Darnell Wright. Really good. Darnell Wright. Brisker. Gordon. Really good. Tyreek Stevenson. Really good. Is there an oh-my-God player on the roster? An oh-my-God player? See, the Cubs and Bears both don't have that yet. Jalen Johnson. I think Stevenson's on his way. Yeah, no, I agree. No question about I mean, that. You could make an argument Jalen Johnson was the single best cover corner in football. I, that's an oh-my-God player to me. Yeah. That's, is he the best pick Ryan Pace ever made? Well, we went through the list before. I think that we came to a consensus. He's right there. Yeah. yeah. He is right there. Jalen Johnson, this is why he was putting his fingers into the camera saying, I got to get paid. uh, Let me just tell you this. I like Mike Tannenbaum a lot. Yeah. Great dude. He's putting a trade together on screen right now. (laughs) Stephon Diggs to the Bears for Tyreek Stevenson. All right, that'll be fine. There is no chance Ryan Poles would do that. That is the dumbest trade. I'm channeling my inner Mike Lombardi. You should not do that. That's horrible. A declining, overpaid receiver who's a malcontent for a second-year cover corner who's a beast? Oh, Mike, you're smarter than that. That was the dumbest trade you could possibly make. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a horrible trade for the Bears. You going to call Tannenbaum and let him know? 
You I talk should. to him all the time. Yeah. So, so yeah. yes, Mike, don't ever, ever put that trade up there again. Tyreek Stevenson's going to be a pro bowler for a declining, bitchy receiver. Stop. Oh, oh, oh. There's a guy there's a guy that's had a few dollars on Stefan Diggs and the Bills over the years. Yeah, no kidding. Listen, I take Stefan Diggs. I I think people yeah, they uh, have to release him. I'm not giving you Tyreek Stevenson. You're bitter. Not at all. That's a lie. You're bitter. He's cost you money. <laughs> he dropped a big touchdown this year yeah, yeah, in the I postseason. Know. I know he has. He's, he's made, you're bitter at him because he's underachieved like the Bills have underachieved. Yeah, I don't want him. Not for Tyreek Stevenson. I get that 100%. You tell me I can have him for something else? I can't believe that's still on the screen. Take that down. Right. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like, what How about you to equipment manager? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Hey, man, when there's a basketball fight, you should get fired up for it. At least you think so, right? Cap and J-Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Cap and J-Hood are back. I want to thank both you guys, man, for the great season of Bears information. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys, and I love the show. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap, we saw a fight, a college basketball fight in the Southland Conference yesterday. Texas A&M Commerce, they defeated Incarnate Word by a score of 76-72. The handshake line, good game, good game, go, good game as the players and the coaches all shake hands after the game. And then a fight broke out. Now, you see this, right, Cap? It was... It is embarrassing. I mean, it is scary how bad that fight got. You have a manager bloodied. It's all over the place. You're even some fans coming down fighting. It was awful. Here's how it sounded uh, with uh, Texas A&M against Uncarnate Word. UIW... Moves to 3-10, and and with, oh no, this is not good. This is really not good. We've got punches being thrown. This is really bad. Oh, my goodness. Full team fight. Coaches in the middle of it. Wouldn't be surprised. Someone got a nick on the face there. This is not what you want to see after. That close of a game. It has been a great game. We've got. It's kind of coma. Everything going on right now. What? What? I mean, what kind of announcer is this? We still have guys running after people. Oh my! Someone in the crowd was hurt and hit. Oh, it looks like a young girl. Well, we got a manager that has blood. A young girl? What? We still got guys that need to get to the locker room. Everyone's still rallying here. We we need to get this. We need to get this settled. Is he drunk? What's happening? We finally have gotten some people <laughs> to the locker room. So, what was such a great game just ended in a way no one wants to see. Oh my God. Hoodie, you would have done a better job than that on the UIC oh floor. Oh, my God. I, okay. Hoodie, we'd have lost our minds doing that game together. Well, you know what? I have the uh, We have the video, by the way, at ESPN 1000 on X on Twitter right now. You can see the fight for yourself. You know what? I'm going to give you the 
call that should have happened for this fight. Okay, you ready? You have this queued up here. Here we go. Three, two, one. Final score, the Lions of Texas A&M Commerce 76, Incarnate Word 72. Incarnate Word now 3-10 and 10 on the season. We'll have more in our postgame show right around the corner. This is the Incarnate Word Radio Network. Hold on a second. Hold on. There is a conversation that's being happened here between Incarnate Word and the Lions. And hang on a second. We've got a brawl. There's a brawl taking place between the Lions and the Cardinals. They're going back and forth here. Punches are being thrown. My God, they need to break this thing up here. Look at this. There are fans. They're coming from the stands trying to break this up. Coaches everywhere. Players everywhere. There's Bedlam right here in center court in the state of Texas. My God. It was just a, a conversation between the players and the coaches. And all of a sudden now, there's punches being thrown. As one of the incarnate word players going after one of the Lions. There's a big right hand right to the face. And down he goes. Down he goes. Wow. There's a manager that's been trampled. A manager is down at center court. By God, where's the security? The bedlam happening here in the great state of Texas. This is right after the Lions defeated the Cardinals 76-72. And security now trying to get both teams to go back to their locker room area. Fans are standing. Personnel is standing. This is unbelievable. My God, here comes Sylvester Stallone. Stallone, all five foot four. He's out there trying to break this up. We've never seen this at all here on campus. And Carter Word loses the ball game. But the story is, is that you've got fans and you got players going back and forth, swinging on one another. More in a moment on the Cardinals Radio Network. <laughs> wow. Or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> right? You paint wow. the picture. You don't sound like you've been in half in a bag. I've never seen anything like this before. This is terrible. There's a young girl. She's. She's what? I mean, it was just. Wow. That's what you do. That was, You were great. That dude and the lady doing the color on it. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> she was the ant color analyst. Yeah. Not for me. Neither of them. I mean, come on, Cap. You paint the picture. It's a fight. And it was not just like a little pushing and shoving. If there I was haymakers being thrown. If I was the AD, we had a press conference today. Uh, yes. Uh, Mr. AD, can you talk about the fight yesterday? Let me tell you. The two jackaloons that were broadcasting will never broadcast for this school again. They're out. Well, what about the fight? I don't care about the fight. They were horrible. Man, they were bad. It's Bedlam here in the great state of Texas. That's what you do, Cap. That's it. Now you go into pro wrestling mode. A right and a left. Yes. You were doing boxing. He's gone down. He's gone down. <laughs> when you got some wild like that. I can't believe this is happening. There's a girl. She's down on the ground. She's bleeding. I don't care. Tell me what's happening here. Paint the picture. Correct. The franchise tag window opens today, and the Bears might have social media drama. Also, Cap has issues with dogs. Oh, God. Again? On social media. That's in two minutes on Cap and J-Hood.